Mullet's looking strong. It's getting there. I'm gonna. I'm due for a bit of a fresh trim on Monday, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. It still Get looks pretty fresh. Thing. What do you mean? Yeah, I know, but you know me. Oh, once every week. Once every week, but once every other week. Costs a fortune. Does it? But if you look good, you feel good. Mm, you perform well. Look good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, yeah, I need to get mine done. Well, it is. This is happening tomorrow. Which is uh, also why I haven't put any content out for the last week on my Instagram. <laughs> because I look awful. <laughs> and I'm like, it can wait till next week. <laughs> You've got to keep, keep the sex appeal up, haven't you? Mm, absolutely. Right, so, welcome back to another episode of My Athletic Compendium. Um, what are we talking about today? Creating. Creating, and why? Um, because it's a good one. Well, I think it's a good one, anyway. What a good topic. Good topic, good uh, good supplement. I know you call it a drug. It's not a, drug. a good drug. It's not a drug. It's, a it's uh, what's it called? It's not banned by NCAA or the FDA. So it's good. Mm. It's uh, it's legal for all of us athletes to take. So what do you know about creatine then? What's your experience with it? Um, I feel like I know a decent amount about creatine because I used to, I researched it a lot. And yeah. I took it back when I was decent at rugby. Mm-hmm. Um, and it worked a dream. It does. It really worked a dream. Because I, um, I was with Exeter Chiefs Academy and they tried, They wanted me to get to 95, I was at 90. Yeah. Um, and I'm not a big eater, to be honest. But I had to, I was stuffing my face and I was really, really struggling. And then I started taking creatine and I like filled the fuck out. It was really good. Nice. It was really good. Um, so do you still take it now? No, but I definitely, like, maybe not now. Maybe I can ask your advice on this, but mm. um, maybe not now. But when I start to like, train a little bit more less cardiovascular and more like the strength and power and yep. speed stuff then i might take it again mm-hmm. i know that it's good for because um, you're running at the moment aren't you yeah i'm just doing i'm mainly just doing long, longer distances yeah um but yeah eventually when i start doing a little bit more explosive stuff then i'll uh, invest well it's quite reasonably priced isn't it it's not even like a, yeah it's one of the most reasonably cheaper than reasonably protein, priced not drugs, yeah. supplements out there. Um, mm. you, and you can pretty much get it from anywhere. Yeah. I mean, it's you just, should get it from a repu- reputable source, but mm. you know, most places like my protein, bulk powders, mm. all of that kind of stuff is absolutely fine. You don't need to go wild and it's spend too much money on it. It's just a pure ingredient, isn't it? It's not like, um, it's just create. Is that right? Well, it's, there's lots of different forms you can get it in. You can get it in, Creatine monohydrate, that's the most common that's form. Yeah. Um, and probably what I'd recommend most people take uh, because it's the most widely researched. So, you know, all the safety studies and things like that, it's, it's generally done using monohydrate and all the side effects kind of things are all done using monohydrate. But you can get it in like hydrochlorate, which just means creatine is bound to, uh, what is it? hydrogen and chlorine ion. Um, you can also, so the monohydrate is just, it's bound to a water molecule that tends to dilute better in water. That's why they tend to use it more frequently. Because that is an issue that I, that is an issue. Me. You can get it in capsules as well, mm. which make it easier. You can get it in tablets as well. 
Um, to be fair, the, the best way to probably take it is a capsule mm. because most people get it in a powdered form and it's cheapest. But how big is the scoop? Because oh, yeah. no one ever knows. Is it heaped or is it, unless you're actually weighing it out and it says five grams, that's generally your maintenance dose. So they typically have a loading dose. I'm going off on a tangent here, but the, the way it's you, you would typically take it that, that it says on the back is people say you should have a loading dose of like 20 grams a day for a week and then a maintenance dose of five grams a day. But you don't really need to do that loading dose. I was going to say, I thought that was a bit of a marketing thing. It to, is a marketing thing. To begin thing. to have more quicker. I mean, I think there's some research in showing that it raises your creatine levels, but at the same time, like, not significantly that it would actually be of, you know, a significant benefit to you. It's yeah. just a way of getting through your creatine quicker so you can buy more from them. Um, I made that mistake. I yeah. I fell for that. And then I look, actually looked at the research. Because I remember actually looking at papers and they were all being like, don't need to, just five grams a day. Yeah. And equally, when you start upping your doses to around those sorts of levels, that's when you can get like the proper gastrointestinal upset kind mm. of stuff. And I remember when I was doing the loading doses back in the day, I was I was getting like really bad headaches. Mm. I don't know why, but anyway, you essentially the best way to take it is in that capsule form. And the reason for that is most people get it in the powdered form. They don't necessarily know how much they're taking unless they're weighing it out every day. Um, whereas a capsule, you know, is tends to come in a five gram mm. serving. Um, but also when creatine is mixed with water it starts to it starts to degrade so how, how to explain this when you mix it in a in a drink and you drink it straight away you get the benefits you you're able to absorb the creatine whereas whereas when you and the reason i'm saying this is because when i was doing the gummies when we put creatine into water, it would start to break down. And that way, we that's why we couldn't put it in the gummies in the first place. But essentially, then you're not getting the potency of the ability to absorb all the creatine so that it's in your cells, in your muscle cells, mm -hmm. so that you can use it when it's needed. Um, and I think studies have shown that, you know, creatine left in water for a substantial time, it reduces your ability to absorb it. Okay. don't actually know the science behind that or why that happens but that is the outcome mm. so taking it in a capsule form that generally comes nice and dried you take that straight away with a certain amount of water mm. um, and that will help with the absorption so in theory you could just like I don't like the thing behind it but you could dry scoop dry scoop yeah, you yeah. Could just like but also with powder off. that's why they come with those little um like silicon dioxide to absorb the water yeah you know when you get like a pre-workout for example it comes with those little sachets mm. and that's to help absorb the moisture so it's not getting clumping and not yeah. breaking down um if you're getting clumping in your powder that's generally suggesting there's moisture getting in there which isn't a good thing um so i'd suggest taking the capsules but yeah it's the the five grams a day is all you need to do, and I will go into sort of timing of your creatine in a bit, but five grams a day, every day, 
is absolutely fine. There's, there's been some long-term studies and there's no negative outcomes of taking creatine in the long term, but the benefits that it provides for you are significant. And it's like one of the only researched, there's a few, there's like four or five supplements that actually do improve your athletic performance and creatine is like the number one, especially if you're a natural. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? What do, do you know any sort of like little tips and tricks with creatine? I do. Um, I uh, was chatting to Lauren about it, mm -hmm. registered, registered nutritionist, and um, she was saying how it absorbs better when you have it with sugar. Mm -hmm. So, do you know why? Uh, I think she might have told me, but I can't actually remember. So, like most things. Mm -hmm. When you eat, break it down, digest, absorb things into your bloodstream, your blood is what transports all the nutrients to your cells so that they can be used. Um, creatine is no different when it's eaten, which is, you know, it's typically found in like red meat. So you get the creatine from it when you eat red meat or taking it from a supplement. Um, when it's in your bloodstream, it needs to get into your cells and the way things get into your cells are through um through like transport proteins and insulin which is a hormone which essentially controls your blood blood sugar levels um when insulin is present in your blood allows the transport of these nutrients into cells so when you have lots of sugar your body naturally as long as you're not diabetic um, your body naturally reduce, it re releases insulin in response to those high sugar levels. So if you're taking creatine and, you know, like a leucosate, for example, the sugar that's paired with the creatine will cause your body to release insulin um, to bring down those sugar levels because high sugar levels are dangerous over a prolonged period. And then because your cells are more able to bring in nutrients to reduce those sugar levels to bring them into the cells and get it out of your blood it takes with it creatine into your cells and that's how you absorb creatine better because a lot of people just take it with water and then it essentially stays in your blood and then your blood filters it out by pissing it down the toilet so it is literally just buying a supplement for expensive pee um, so when you do take your creatine, five grams a day is enough, but make sure you're having it with like some form of sugar. It's recommended like 70 grams of sugar is the best, but that's a lot of sugar. That's quite a lot. And actually more practical would be have it with a meal, a meal. Exactly. Like breakfast, for example, you don't necessarily have to have it after a workout, before a workout. It's just a daily dose, almost like a multivitamin kind of thing. So having it every day with your breakfast because you've got some, you know, a little bit of fruit juice maybe with some um, some porridge oats or something like that. You're getting that carbohydrate, which is going to release the sugar, spike of the insulin to bring the creatine into your into your cells. Good tips, good tips. Good tips. Do you know what creatine's good for then? Um, there's quite a lot, isn't it? Um, mm. Quite a lot of good things. So, um it improves your ATP creatine kinase like system, energy supply mm -hmm. system, 
So that instant, like, reactive, explosive movement. Yeah. It has shown to improve that. It's and what's shown, that good for? Well, it's just good for, um, like, for example, um, athletes who are, like, Olympic lifters yeah. or uh, sprinters. Yeah. So it's that short, fast burst yeah, of power energy, yeah. of, like, high output. That's mm. when the creatine phosphate is... Mm. is used as your primary fuel source it's like the first naught to three seconds of any explosive activity so yeah weightlifting sprinting mm. um when when you load up your muscles because creatine is generally stored in skeletal muscles you have a greater store of creatine which means that the creatine phosphate system which we've discussed in energy if you haven't read that read that listen to it or watched it go back to that but your ability to use the creatine whatever it's the phosphate from that creatine phosphate um is much higher and you it's much more prolonged so just as a an example like if you're sprinting and we said the first three seconds of your creatine phosphate system if you've got more phosphate creatine in your muscles that's more like naught to five seconds rather than naught to three which means you're not using a different form of energy glycolysis um to provide you with that energy for the rest and if you're only sprinting for sort of nine seconds because you're an olympic athlete which then that's the large percentage of your actual run um so it's really good for those high output it's mm. also been shown to increase on rep max and like any other sort of strengths, so three rep max, five rep max. It's also been shown to improve um, anaerobic capacity. Mm. So like your ability to work without oxygen for longer. So it's really good for things like CrossFit when they're, you know, working EMOMs or, um, you know, reps till failure, who can do them the quickest without, I mean, you do build up lactic acid, but just the ability to, to keep that going for longer occurs. That, improves your ability to rep more which also then improves your time under tension which in the hypertrophy episode we've talked about improves your ability to uh fuck you now the light's gone out (laughs) technical difficulties (laughs) um hypertrophy yeah so that that time under tension allows you to actually build more muscle so there's loads of different ways creating like affects your ability to lift more so it's able to lift heavier you're able to lift heavier for more which improves your time under tension which improves the load volume that we've all discussed it also so that's improving like the hypertrophy effect of the muscle you can tell i'm getting quite into this (laughs) But also, it has like an osmotic effect. So there's different ways it works in that aspect. Because it there's a higher concentration in your muscles, in your skeletal muscles, it draws more water into your muscles. And that's why people tend to look more full mm. in, you, you know, naturally just bigger because their muscles are more full of water, as you want to say it. Um, but also, that improves your ability to like you know get the pump when you're doing more reps which then improves p- 
people's like perceived exertion so that they can almost lift more as well mm. but also then they're looking bigger and they've got more water so that's why weight tends to go mm. up as well yeah my weight, weight went up by about five kilos <laughs> bloody hell quite a lot not obviously In what di- directly I can't I couldn't remember to be honest this was years ago but um, yeah it wasn't obviously directly I was you know, mm. changing my diet a little bit you know I was eating a little bit more but it definitely had a significant like effect yeah uh, it, it reacted really really well with me and that's why I wouldn't take it again um, but I felt I definitely felt the effects of it yeah like I, it was noticeably different I think when I was younger and I wanted to take it it was one of those supplements that I was really concerned you know because you, you are at that age you don't you want to improve your athletic performance you want to look bigger you want to be stronger you want everything and but you also don't want to mess up your body hmm. and I think there was a lot especially back then when it was less research when I was getting into it maybe like 17 that's what we're talking 10 11 years ago um there was some research that came out and said it was it was like damaging to your kidneys Hmm. and now that's been disproven because creatine when it is when it is broken down by your body it's broken down into creatinine they're two different things but by taking creatine you almost increase your creatinine levels in your urine and urologists use that marker as like they use it in ratios to determine how your kidneys are function functioning so if they don't know you're taking something exogenously which means like via a supplement not then essentially your creatinine levels have gone up they don't know why and they think you've got kidney damage when actually it's just because you've taken a supplement i think i went for a test um back when i was at uni and i was taking it at the time and they thought I had kidney damage. And then when I explained that I'm taking it, it factored in and it was, it was fine. But it doesn't cause t- kidney damage. There's been a lot of research about that. It's one of the most tested supplements mm. and it has been tested in the short term and long term. And actually it's been shown that you can take it over a sustained period without having to take a break. So it's one of those supplements that actually does work and it's safe to do so. So yeah. it's like having a vitamin D tablet, like, Mm-hmm. You know, it's not not something. It's something you should just take continuously. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the upper limits of vitamin D are absolutely staggering. You could take a, you know, a small vitamin D tablet every day and be fine, mm. and it would probably be better for your cognitive, mm. cognitive mood and your bone health and things like that. But anyway, that's for another day. That's vitamin D. <laughs> that's vitamin D. Yeah. Um, also, did you know creatine has massive effects on your cognitive health? Um, I can bet that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can bet that. Yeah, no, it's, uh, again, more studies have shown that, like, your cognitive mood, your cognitive function, um, and your, like, performance on certain tests all better if you're taking creatine. And the, I think this was done in non-athletes, yeah. almost as, like, a nootropic um, for you know, just studious people, but it has been shown to improve your cognitive function and and all those other things I've just said. So it's not just about improving your 
uh, athletic performance, but it will actually have a knock-on effect on your day-to-day life. So we're not even sponsored by anything, but, mm. you know, plug in the old creatine train. I'm yeah. going to get back on it, to be fair. Sure. I've got a big you old tub out there, but that. stupidly, I left it. I left it in a tub that's got water in it, so I need to get some new stuff. But yeah. Next episode, we're going to be... Yeah, you won't even fit on this couch next yeah. next episode. Well, I don't feel like I ha- I can after that holiday, but hey ho, isn't it? All yeah. done. I think so. Yeah, I really rated it. Um, I'm gonna get back on it. Yeah, get on the swole train. Get on the swole train. Right. See you next week. Take care. Arrivederci. Arrivederci.